0: Okay, so today I want to uh, look into the parable of the Good Shepherd in chapter uh, 10, the Gospel of John. We are going to look mainly at the first five verses. In order to understand this, we first, in, order, in order to understand what is going on here in the first five verses, um, we've got to kind of back up to chapter 9. and kinda, I'm just going to give a recap of, of chapter 9 a little bit. Um. Starts out, Jesus is healing. He comes across the man that was born blind. Uh, Jesus ends up using, well, I, I'm out of the uh, New American Standard Version. He calls it, he uses some spittle. But we're gonna in this day and age, we're going to go with spit. So he uses some spit on the ground. He makes some clay, puts it on, on this man's eyes, and tells this man to go wash in the pool of Siloam, and honestly, I always thought it was Siloam, but I did Google it and checked it out, and it actually said Siloam, so I'm glad because I learned something, and you know, that's one less mistake I could so he says, go wash in the pool of Siloam so he goes, he washes and the Bible says he comes back seeing you know, could you imagine what what this man you know, thought these, at this time, there were your religious leaders of that day were, uh, you know, they were were people that, you know, they like to look good. They like to, to look good in the eyes of the public. Not saying they weren't trying to do what God, uh, really, what they thought God wanted, or you know, helping people follow the law and all this. But they got, you know, they left the heart thing out, and that was the the hard part about the leaders of this day. So, could you imagine what this guy? Uh, he goes away, comes back seeing that had to have been you know wouldn't you love to see the look on on this man's face and so and and, and this man that wasn't really you know he was kind of around that area, this man named jesus was was you know taught not to be the christ that's that's what the religious leaders didn't didn't want and um, so he comes back seeing the neighbors. And those who previously saw him as a beggar saw this man. They're saying, hey, isn't that the guy that, that we saw begging over there all the time that was, that was blind? And they're like, no, it just kind of looks like that guy. It's, it's really not him. And others are saying, yeah, may, maybe it is, you know. And then he's like, hey, guys, I, I, yeah, that's me. I was that guy, right? I am that guy. So he tells them what happened to him. And uh, he says the man named Jesus had healed him. So they bring the man to the Pharisees and the spiritual leaders of that day. And when Jesus, uh, when Jesus did this, it was on the Sabbath day, which was a big problem for the Pharisees and the leaders because on the Sabbath day you didn't do anything. It was a, it was a day of rest. Uh, if you did anything like that, you were, you were uh, a sinner and definitely not someone of God. That's just the way it was. So Jesus does this uh, healing on the Sabbath, so then the Pharisees ask this man, how can you see? So the man tells them the story of how he was healed, and, and the Pharisees were saying, well, you know, Jesus can't be from God because he did this on a, on a Sabbath day, on a day of rest, so therefore he's sinful. No, no way this guy's from God. Um... So they say the man says, "Well, how, how could how could a sinner actually?" The Pharisees say, "How could a sinner do such a, a sign like this? How could he do such a miracle if he's a sinner?" And uh, the Bible says the Jews, which uh, I'm thinking that's the Pharisees also, and and people around there were saying that okay, now we don't really believe that this man is even born blind. Um, so what they want to do is they call call the parents in to verify that that he definitely was the guy that was born blind and now healed. So he, they get the parents, and the parents say, yeah, yeah, this is our son. He was, he was born blind. But they said, you know, I'm not sure how he comes to see now, but, but yes, it is our son, and he was born blind. Interesting, because you could be, uh, well, it's kind of funny. They, when I was reading this, You know, so they bring him to the parents, and and the parents says, "Yeah, we know uh, how he sees, but not or not we know he sees now, but not how." Because if they would have said, "Yeah, this guy named Jesus healed him," you could be thrown out of the synagogue for professing that Jesus uh, was either the Christ or could do such a thing. And uh, but his parents kind of said, "Hey, ask him. He's of age. Why are you asking us? We told you he was, you know." And so the funny thing was, you know, I. When I read it, I thought, his parents kind of threw him under the bus there a little bit, you know. It's like, no, you ask him. He's of age, you know. We did what we were supposed to. But So anyway, um, he goes on and says, you know, um, the parents say yes. I'm, I'm trying to follow my Bible here. I better just follow my notes for a second. Um, so they, they say that the, the Pharisees start talking like, okay, you know, you follow this man Jesus. He's talking to the blind man or the man who's born blind that was healed. He says, You 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 follow him and well we follow Moses and and the and the law and the, and the prophets and and he says, And you follow this Jesus and he and, and this guy kinda says, you know, hey, I I really don't whatever you guys are getting at here, I, I really all I know is I was born blind. Jesus comes, heals me, and now I see. You know. And and they're like, well, so they keep kind of prodding at this guy to, to profess that he is the Christ so he can you know, be kicked out of the synagogue. And, and, uh, and they, there's a big problem with what Jesus is um, trying to do here. He, he's trying to tell them that he's, he is who he is, right? And the Pharisees didn't wanna, just didn't want to recognize that. That was just very, no way. You know, they were looking for a Messiah, sure, from the Old Testament prophets and stuff but they it, it wasn't this guy that was the big problem so uh, it goes on that uh, Jesus ends up coming by and well they ended up kicking the, the man out because they, they said you know here, here you are trying to teach us the Pharisees uh, you know what you're, you're out of here so Jesus comes comes by and finds the man and he says you know what's going on here and so the man tells, uh, talks to the, excuse me, Jesus talks to the man that he healed and asked him if he believed in, that he was the son of God. And he says, well, um, I, I'm basically I'm not sure what, what you mean by that. Who is that guy? And he, Jesus says, well, you're here today talking to me. So he said, well, absolutely, I believe. Uh, so then we come to chapter 10. it uh, gets to where Jesus talks to the Pharisees earlier. Last in chapter nine there, um, and the Pharisees are kind of thinking, "Gee, what's going on here? Uh, who this guy is is saying um, and, and doing these things?" And so Jesus is going to say, yeah, "I got, I got a little parable for you guys, and I'm going to see if you understand it." Um, and Jesus goes into this because he he's he's got. Um, You know, there's a real, it's just a heart problem with the Pharisees here that that Jesus is is saying, you know, you guys don't don't have the best interests of these people, you know. I'm going to show you how to do that and what that looks like. So, in chapter 10, we see that, uh, I'm going to read the first five verses of John chapter 10. Verse 1. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up some other way, he is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. For when he puts forth all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. Five says, any stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him, because they do not know the voice of strangers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Verse 1. What is a fold of sheep? Well, firstly, I'm going to say, when Jesus starts something out truly, truly, or verily, verily, he's saying, hey, this is serious, listen up. Okay? So he says, truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep but climbs up some other way, he is a thief and a robber. So, what is a fold of sheep? A fold of sheep was uh, a fold was a, an enclosure for the sheep. Uh, some had a doorkeeper, as it says uh, later on, but some had just a, an entrance for the sheep to to go into, and then um, you know, the shepherd would be sitting by the door. And it was about four to six feet high, probably. Uh, a lot of um, what I read says um, I'm. I have, not a lot of experience with sheep. None, actually. <laughs> but, so, if you can imagine an enclosure about four to six foot high with, uh, like, a rock. It was built out of mostly rock. And so they would uh, put the sheep in there for the night, and and that was a fold. So, Jesus says, uh, but, but if you climb up some other way, you're a, a thief and a robber. So, interestingly, a, a thief is... He calls them both, and why not just say you know you 're a thief, but he calls him a thief and a robber. Now, a thief will take something by sneaky fashion by swindle by you know sneaking around. You get the idea of a thief, and a robber now a robber is a little more aggressive that 's you know or take something by force or you know that kind of thing, so he he, he hits him with both of those and You know, Jesus is saying, guys, I, I, I come through the door like you're supposed to. Th- this is how you're supposed to enter. You know, you guys are coming with, with uh, other motives, with other, you know, whether it's your uh, whatever class in your society, uh, whatever. You guys are trying to look. I'm coming through the door because I care about these, these sheep. That's, that's the point there. Uh, in verse 2, Jesus is referring to them. Uh, that was, excuse me, that was two. Uh, in verse verse two, but he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. Okay, Jesus mentioned that. I mentioned that already. Three, to him the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. So, when a shepherd would, here's how it worked. They, shepherds would, after uh, the sheep were out in the pasture all day, uh, they'd get water and stuff, and then they'd bring them back into the fold, and they would spend the night there and just keep a, a protection thing for the, the sheep and uh, from wolves or, or whatever other critters were out there trying to get them. And uh, so when... And it was a shepherd's job to to guard the door. So a lot of times, when they were out there, they would have, you know, different sheep in 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 with each other. A different uh, shepherd would have sheep also in in the same fold. So when he talks about the sheep hearing his voice, what they would do is a, a shepherd would give a call, and then that shepherd would go, and they would head out to their uh, pasturing area, and the sheep would hear that shepherd. And they would come to that one only. The other guy could call, and the other shepherd's sheep wouldn't come to him. So that was the big deal uh, with why Jesus used this shepherding. It was very, uh, you know, it was a thing that was obviously everybody had sheep back then in this area, and they. So Jesus figured he would know what was going on here, or the Pharisees would know what was going on here. Um. So the sheep uh, hear each each of their shepherd's voice. Uh, verse five, and a stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers you know they there was a uh, I read a deal where they had a, a guy come in that was not the shepherd he 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 used the shepherd 's clothes, so they flip flop clothes, and they uh, actually had the guy with the shepherd 's clothes on go try to try to lead these sheep astray and and they couldn 't do it that 's how familiar hearing th- that shepherd 's voice was. So actually the, sh- the sheep would get scared if they heard a different voice. They, they wouldn't even recognize it and not know it. So that, in that sense, a, d- a different shepherd couldn't lead them astray. Uh, in the same way Jesus is talking about the sheep hearing the shepherd's voice, uh, so it is for us today to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. There's the very Holy Spirit, there's the very Spirit of God who lives in each and every person who believes that that Jesus died for their sins, or that Jesus is the Christ. Or Now I could go into a salvation message right there, but I wanted to get a, the point through to, to us that, you know, we, we do hear the Holy Spirit. Even if you think you don't, he is speaking, right? In verse 3, you know, he says, uh, the sheep hear his voice. He, says, he doesn't say the sheep might hear his voice, or sometimes hear his voice. He said the sheep hear my voice. And I think it's the same way with the Holy Spirit in us. Um, Let's read John uh, chapter 16, verse 7. Verse 7 says, But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper, the Holy Spirit, shall not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Now, verse 13 says, But when he, the the Spirit of truth, comes, he, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come. 14, He shall glorify me, Jesus, for he shall take of mine and shall disclose it to you. Uh, that's heavy right there because God is speaking directly to you via the Holy Spirit. That's powerful. As we talked this morning uh, as worship, you know, uh, spirit lead us, spirit guide us, right? Um, and that's exactly what it says in 13. Spirit of truth will guide you into all truth. You know, he doesn't lie. He's not a liar. That's, he does the word of God. He does the Bible. You know, this isn't necessarily, I'm saying he's the only, this is the only way he speaks to us, but I'm telling you, this is a big one. And I think it's paramount for every believer to really believe that you have the same Holy Spirit speaking in you as, as, you, as the person you think is, oh, he hears from the Lord, and, and I really don't hear that way. You know what, that's just not true. You've got the same Holy Spirit I, I think a lot of the problem, well, that's later. Let's wait. Uh, no, I'm going with it. I'm going with it. So, no, let's wait. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got a seatbelt, go ahead and buckle it. This is getting a little bumpy. Um, so he says, I don't speak by my own initiative. I, I love that because he, he's a good listener. He's listening to Heavenly Father and, and, and that's what he's going to say. That's what he's going to, I'm not going to say anything he said on my own initiative. That is huge. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come. He shall glorify me for he shall take of mine and shall disclose it to you. I think that's wonderful. Um, so he's, he's our guide. He's a good listener. He speaks only what he hears, and we can trust that voice. Just like Jesus is saying uh, about the shepherd and the sheep, so we too today can trust the voice of the Holy Spirit. But, here lies the problem. There's a lot of voices out there that are competing for the Holy Spirit's voice. And that's where it gets very real in my life, and I think you can all say that yourselves you know, at times you go through these little, maybe it's a, it's a trouble, maybe it's a valley, maybe it, whatever it is, you know, Lord, I, I really need to hear your voice, you know. And now when I say that, I'm not saying God speaks to me in an audible voice, uh, aloud. Uh, that would be great, and really cool. I like that kind of direction. But it's, the Bible says it's a still, small voice. And I think you really have to practice that hearing. Uh, you have to listen. You know, it comes through reading God's word. Uh, meditation. Um, you know, as I was preparing for this, you know, I, I would sit back and just the Holy Spirit would would just speak to me in a way that, i, I got to be honest with you, I haven't allowed him or listened well enough uh, for him to do that uh, lately. And I tell you, I, I was so blessed. And Interestingly, I, I probably rewrote the end of the sermon probably, I don't know how many times, because every time it was something different, it was something new. he come with a different angle, a different... Uh, and it was all the same truth, but just the way he did it. And I, I mean, I would sit there and just say, oh, Thank you, Lord. This is so good. I wish I could stand here and, and, and you know, let you guys see how good that was. But, uh, and is and always will be. But we've got to listen. We've got to listen. And I think it it just it takes practice. Um it really takes practice and like I said, through God's word and he also he's gonna use people. I had somebody uh give me they come up to me, uh this was a few weeks back and said, before I knew any of this I was gonna do this or anything, they come up to me and said, I think you know, I think God's gonna uh, I've got something he wants me to tell you. I don't really know why or, or what, I don't you know. And then were the, the hard ones, right? Because you know, you want the whole word. You want it, why? You want it right? But it wasn't like that. And, and matter of fact, it kind of, was like, "Really? Okay, thank you." You know, and, and then the person went away, and I thought, "No, nah, I, I don't, I don't think it just doesn't sound like that was for me." You know, hey, we all miss it, right? Then, as I was studying this week, there it come to me. I, I mean, I. I was in awe, and I, I kind of I giggled and said, Wow, you're good. This is good. So sure enough, the word that person had for me it was exactly what I needed at that time. It was weeks later. I think that is so cool, and I know we've all probably experienced something like that. And um, it just it's it, it's never ceases to amaze me how, if you're listening, he's speaking. Uh, and and I think the more we grow, the more we learn, the more we we're around people, people, God speaks through people all the time. Uh you know, the more we can can learn that voice and, and recognize it clearer. You know, this this since I had a back surgery here a little a little while ago and a few weeks ago, seven or so. And uh so I've had a little time to uh well I've been binge watching I've binge watched mountain men and <laughs> <laughs> Through, through this, but I got on some military stuff, right? And sure enough, the Holy Spirit spoke right through that. It was, it was how these guys uh, prepare for you know special forces, special op- operations, special you know these Navy Seals and things like that. And was hearing their stories and stuff. And all I could think of the whole time was the laser focus that these guys have. Uh, you know, you can't make mistakes out there. They they had to, you know, the preparation, the, just the focus. And, and it was like the Holy Spirit was telling me, hey, Ryan, do you imagine if you had that laser focus on, on hearing my voice? You know? Now I know we all got you know different gifts and talents and that make up the whole body of Christ, but I, I just don't think you can exclude yourself from, from learning to hear God's voice clearer. And, uh, you know, and, and when you it's just think of the help we can help one another out with when we, I, I just love that about somebody who can say, Hey, Ryan, you know, they give you something. It's like, man, I needed that. I really needed that. You know, that's the Holy Spirit speaking through somebody plain and simple, you know, not everybody has like the Pharisees here didn't have your best interest at, at hand. That's where it's even more important to hear the voice of the Lord, um, you know, it ain't too long well you'll figure out if if somebody's got a different motive somebody's got a different uh you know uh, whether that's for them or or for the sheep like we're talking about here today um so and the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, and he will lead and guide us into that truth too um, prayer now i could you could do a whole sermon on prayer, but um prayer is a you know a major way that that it prepares us to to hear from the Lord also. Um, it's it's huge, but the focus I wanted to make today was more on um, the Holy Spirit and and us pressing in and asking Him, just communicating with Him, making Him you know a, a bigger part of our lives. Uh, it's it's so easy to get busy and forget the the ultimate. Uh, the goal here uh, for, for me it's it, it's a relationship with the Holy Spirit, so I can carry out uh, you know be a vessel for him to to do the things he wants to do for people it 's about loving people and loving him right and uh, you know what i think i'm going'm just uh, close with that I feel uh it's just that's that's the point I wanted to make today was God is still speaking to us and that no matter who you are, you can hear God's voice, and you can hear it clearer. And I think the Holy Spirit will, will take you as, I know, the Holy Spirit will take you as deep as you want to go. For each and every person here, you, you're, you're really in control of, of your growth spiritually. God loves you. We know that. But he will take you as deep as you want to go. Let's close Heavenly Father, uh, again, we thank you for your grace. Um, Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for, for sending us your Holy Spirit to lead, to guide us into all truth. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the people. Thank you so much for people and uh, how you carry your gospel through people every day and um, i just pray that everybody has a, a safe trip home and a good afternoon and that they focus on we all focus on just hear, hearing the holy spirit clearer uh hearing your voice clearer lord and spending time with you so we don't uh when we hear a stranger's voice we're able to to flee from that in jesus name i pray amen